Hey everyone, I'm Jackie Harry. Welcome to The Sphere. Sit back and relax. With each podcast, I take you into real, everyday types of conversations that I have with regular people. I invite spirit in, into our sacred space, into our conversation, and you're going to get to see and enjoy and experience live, right alongside me, the types of insights, ahas, and discoveries that naturally happen when spirit is a part of the conversation. Joining me in the spirit today is Brandy Hofer of Lloydminster. Lloydminster is right on the Alberta-Saskatchewan border and a fairly small city. And Brandy and I have a conversation about this and have a conversation about, you know, community and support and just overcoming the insecurities that she had as an artist in a sports town, in a hockey town, right? And, um, oh gosh, just, you know, what I really appreciate and value about this conversation is Brandy is like a living, breathing example of embodiment for me. When I say embodiment, I mean, we come into life starting out at this point and we begin journeying and at some point we realize we're making a circle back around to ourselves the circle and us being at the center of that circle being our wholeness and our embodiment and and she is a living example of having come full circle into herself into this place where she no longer feels insecure about her quirks that she laughs about them and actually enjoys them that her foibles and and you know, just moments of quirkiness or fumbling with something or whatever are turned into part of her beauty. And that is such a beautiful thing to witness and have a conversation with. So let me tell you a little bit about Brandy. Brandy is an artist. And when I say artist, I mean, this woman has freaking talent. Like, oh my God, her, the first painting that I seen of hers um, is of Serena Williams pregnant. And it is so moving, so beautiful. This woman paints, okay, Brandy paints huge um, portraits, pictures. Uh, She also has a custom collection. She also does custom work for people as gifts within their family, as honorings within their family, and also mural work. Uh, She has a huge following behind her, has been featured all across the country in different shows and galleries, um, and is a huge supporter of community. Okay, the thing that makes Brandy really unique and truly a trailblazer for me is that she paints with her kids her kids her family her art studio within their home is a family studio so she you know obviously is the painter but her kids have a role and play a role in each of those paintings and are part of that and um she's just coming forward with she just launched a podcast the art and it's called art and motherhood unfiltered (laughs) This is the thing that is just so beautiful about her, right? She is reweaving permission and acceptance within society um, for people to to 
to bring out creativity and to weave creativity right within the family. It's really inspiring, truly an inspiring conversation. And I tell you what, we have the conversations about some really fantastical things, right? We talk about motherhood and art. We talk about her and take you through no longer sitting back and waiting and hoping, but consciously choosing our path and what we want no longer waiting for it to happen to us. We talk about that. We talk about the place where community begins to really empower us within our path, within our purpose in life. And then we land on this spot. And the thing I'm really excited about here today is that she's going to let me share with you the card that I pulled for her and I in this conversation. Okay, so every podcast, I pull a card for that person, for me, for our conversation together. But it's something that I share after the fact. Brandy's willing for me to share this with you and you get to hear our conversation around that piece and how it relates to the conversation after the fact. So get in, sit back, relax, enjoy, excited to share the space right here in the sphere with you. I went running and I don't listen to music or anything. It's just like kind of my mind space. And I had all these, I always get great ideas because of course my mind is open during that time. It's like a moving meditation. And um, all the things that I was thinking, Jenny's like, oh my gosh, I just had my morning coffee and my breakfast. And I also thought of this, this, and this. And we were like on the exact same wavelength at the exact same time and like they weren't the exact same ideas but they were the like on similar concepts to you know what yeah. we've been working on and it's so interesting how the universe works mm. I I love it there's there's always that connection and, and people just have to be open to it and just a little bit look like looking for it and searching for it and open to that awareness right yeah Yes, like do you ever find there's this um, feeling within a conversation, like you can have a great conversation with somebody and there's nothing to like diminish or take away from the conversation, but it's like there's a magic factor missing. Mm -hmm. And then the next Mm -hmm. conversation, the magic is alive in the conversation, right? And there's this like building and deepening and expanding of energy and excitement and idea and like almost like this collaborative effort in the conversation rather than like a direct. Yeah, it's like a give and take relationship, but like with a beautiful flow of fun energy. Yeah, that, Mm -hmm. that, yeah. I actually tend to get it quite a bit because I get so excited. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think I have that tendency with people to like kind of just like spark a little excitement and then just kind of inspire the average the average Joe I always say <laughs> just yeah. they're like oh she seems pretty normal I probably can do whatever she's doing why not <laughs> so yeah. it's kind of neat um, what I do I notice that when I'm popping around town even and like just with people I've met like I know already and I'm I run into them or whatever and it's just all of a sudden this like wow I could just we could go for coffee or tea for like an hour and we could just continue 
this, you know, random engagement that that yeah. we've happened upon, you know? So yeah. and I love it. It's very cool. But now we have to do it over social media, which is a whole new ball game. It's very interesting. It is, isn't it? Yeah, because it's almost like there's this, um, what is the word? There's a lot of what I would term like cloaking on social media and like uh, yes. insecurity or uncertainty. Like, is this person real? Like, one, is this person mm-hmm. real, right? <laughs> <laughs> Two, is this person well, genuine? a lot of times, yes, genuine. And that's, that's the part what I don't like because you can get sucked in, right? You can get sucked in and it can make you feel for like, I would say like 80% of the time worse than when you, when you come off of social media. And people have to, you know, realize that a lot of people, especially in the large, with the large amounts of followers, they're like, they have a team they have some support. Mm. They're they're making this work in a in a big way because there's a lot of people involved. Um yeah. and and I like and where I get the most connection and the most response and the most well, even friendships have sparked is when I just I'm a little bit more vulnerable and show people the real like it's nice to have yeah. beautiful photos. But yeah. I don't, my aim is not to make, I don't want to make people feel that way um, mm-hmm. by any means. I'm at home with my children every day, just like you are, maybe, some mm-hmm. people. I'm yeah. a parent and I'm having those, facing those same struggles and I too get really tired and I too, uh, you know, have have those times where you kind of lose it or whatever. So yeah. I get a lot of response when I... I pop on organically and I'm like, oh, hey, so did anyone get sleep last night or, you know, something yeah. like that. Or I, and you know what, I actually come by it pretty honestly because anytime I try to do something serious by in any <laughs> regard, uh, and you'll see if you visit my Instagram that I try to do like a uh, my recent thing I tried to do was a tips video for parents at home and I noticed that the first sign it showed up to me on my video backwards so I was like oh shoot oh darn it I have to write these tips backwards when I'm holding them up and so for the rest of the video I proceeded to attempt to write things backwards but when I loaded it to Instagram it flips the video back so it's normal so all my tips, except for the first one, were were me writing backwards and backwards. So I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to put this up, whatever. And my friend and I were literally, like, crying, laughing. She was like, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> so whatever. I Even if I try, I can't. Like, the, my personality shines right through no matter what I do. And growing up, I was always the butt of the joke. And I feel like I got with my siblings. Mm-hmm. And it annoyed me for sure. Like I wanted I wanted to be taken seriously. But mm-hmm. I just, I just, I kind of just 
fumble or stumble a little bit through life. And I've learned that it's endearing and it's a good thing and it's a nice quality to have. Yeah. And you have to laugh at yourself, right? Yeah. You just you just do. It's more fun to laugh at yourself. Yeah, yeah it is. So I'm embracing it. <laughs> yeah. I think there's um <clears throat> something within that that is really what we're what we're all seeking. Like right in that conversation of realness and genuineness um but then also within that like this whole we're coming i feel like we're coming out of decades of perfectionism and we're all like it's like a losing battle you literally legit Mm. can never you can never get there the 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 bar is always moving i i view it like um it this like so hits me as like a track and field event like oh yeah you're running and you just never get there like the thing is always moving or you're you're jumping and the bar you you've just about cleared it and as you're about to clear it the bar moves up and you and you hit it and you and you miss it yet again and I feel like that's like the decades that we are coming out of and it feels so liberating Mm -hmm. and just nurturing and fun to finally see realness coming back into life and it and it almost just feels really effortless to begin to draw the facade that it just never gets you anywhere right no it really it really doesn't I have two things to say about Mm. this I was um I don't know if I I'm writing a book I Mm -hmm. this might be the first place I've said it officially (laughs) But um, I am because I have so many great things to say. I didn't realize, and I had this aha moment. Anyways, that's a whole nother story. But yeah. I was writing in it last night specifically about this. Um, if you look at um, Queen, for example, and Freddie Mercury, and yeah. he was, like, obviously in a time where there is larger things at play and he was not accepted in yeah. A lot of ways, but in in the way of where he 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 bared his soul to the world, mm-hmm. and he 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 was different, right? Like the way he he was creatively different in the way, and their whole band was creatively different, and for some reason they meshed, right? And yeah. they they were whole new level of themselves and they were kind of like I think they were like a little group of you know they were maybe dorks when they were young and they came together but they made this magic thing happen and it was like boom you know and people react to when you you are yourself in 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 the Mm -hmm. most only way you can be yourself am I saying that right like Absolutely. Uh, don't try to hide your quirkiness like yeah um just be who you are like yeah it's just yeah it's, don't be afraid to be who you are yeah um and what was my second thought <laughs> I, I did have another <laughs> second I'll I'll think of it eventually but <laughs> I I just think don't don't hide hide your flaws and people will accept you in all your forms, you know? 
And there's so, like this magic that happens when we finally, like, I think, I don't even think it's other people. I think it's our own selves getting in our mm-hmm. own way in the whole, like, feeling like we're somehow flawed in who we are. And once we start to overcome that and to just no longer apologize mm-hmm. for the wholeness of self, right? The quirkiness, the weirdness, the, I, I mean, for me, it was, um, God, I've always felt like a walking freaking paradox where, like, I'm a rancher and I'm spiritual at the same time. What? Like, mm-hmm. I never, you know, it felt <laughs> so awkward and weird for me to be me in the midst of that, right? And feeling like I couldn't be me. I mean, and and at some point, you walk through the discomfort of what feels like you don't fit because I feel like for so many of us, we just feel like we don't fit. Like the number of times I, uh, I, right? I, I get that. I mean, I'm an artist and, uh, in a, in a, our city is small and, yeah. and, um, a lot of times people don't really get what I'm talking about, nor did I have an example growing up of what yeah. I could be or, you know, we have a we have a kind of a sports oriented community, and that's okay. okay. You're saying and, that really politely. You, we come yeah. from a really sports oriented community. <laughs> <laughs> um, people are wondering. Brandy and I come yeah. from the same area of the world. <laughs> yeah. Mhm. So, you know, to pop out of that mindset and and look and find yourself in right. a sea of, you know. So it's been a long journey, but also what is so neat about this journey is the community has hopped right on in supporting me unquestionably, and I couldn't be where I am without the support of my community. So it's so funny that, you know, they people are open to you know, bouncing off what we just said, people are open to differences and change and, and you'll find that if you just stay true to yourself, that you'll find others who will lift you up and who will support you and mm-hmm. hop along the ride, which I am discovering more and more every day. I think it is so cool um, that people can pick up on your energy um for this year, in fact, I'm like, you know, so last year my goal was to, I'm an artist. I don't know if we've announced that, um, but I was, um, you might say it at the beginning of your um, podcast, but um, I'm an artist and my last year's goal, last year's goal was to open up a shop and get a lot of custom work and I I wanted to be obviously paid for painting every day. Like I I make mm-hmm. bodies of work, but those mm-hmm. you need to uniquely connect to a piece in order to you know sell mm-hmm. you know yeah. So I opened up uh, custom orders on my site, and I'm like I want to do like one or two of these a week and have it have it really support me in that way. And I quickly came to realize that. Painting one or two pieces a week, great, but it also sucks out all of your creative energy, 
which mm. I and I did at Christmas. I hit burnt out, and people were receptive, and of course they they love the idea. And I think I painted in 2020 over a hundred custom pieces, mm. which is not sustainable. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually rethinking what I would like my practice to look like. Yes, I still want to continue custom artwork, maybe not so many. Yeah. <laughs> and um also my own practice, so creating with the kids, uh having they play a part in all of our creations. I want to keep that up and I want to keep creating bodies of work that are um organically connected to what I want to create. And but I need some source of reaching out and building a community and and obviously a way to support what I want to do with income as well. <laughs> There's mm-hmm. not um it's a lot to wrap your head around. No, but I and I have parents kind of sorry I have parents reaching out every day and I notice this, like questions, questions, questions Mm -hmm. all the time. And I'm spending a lot of my time, which I always say time is our most precious commodity, even when you, especially when you have little ones. Mm -hmm. And I need to give most of my time to them during the day. I'm at home with them um, doing all of the normal things, the laundry, the cooking, the cleaning, Mm -hmm. all the stuff that goes along. Um, making sure they're nice humans, most importantly, <laughs> and that they are loved. And I never want them to feel like they don't get my time. So I needed to create more of a sustainable income for my practice. Um, so I hired some help, not around, not being around the house or anything, but in my practice. So mm-hmm. I have an assistant now, and I've gotten an official photographer and a and a videographer and we're going to we have some big things coming up but and then we decided oh you know what would be really neat is to also include a podcast and maybe that will curb some of the constant questions and the people reaching out I love that people reach out um, mm-hmm. but maybe this could expand in some way we don't necessarily know yet but mm-hmm. as soon as we said that um, as soon as Jenny and I, who is my assistant, discussed that, lo and behold, three days later, the NARA Studios, Kim, who makes all my videos, he said, you know, Brandy, we should, he messages me, Brandy, we should, we should make a, a podcast. That's just something we should do. <laughs> I hadn't even mentioned it to him or anything. And... um, Yeah, so it's so crazy how, how that that works and that he picked up on so we did we launched uh art and motherhood unfiltered podcast last week or the week before i don't know it's all Mm -hmm. kind of getting blurry at this point Mm -hmm. a lot of things going on and i had announced out of the blue i'm like i finally figured out what my book's called and my husband looked at me like a book (laughs) What, what is happening right now he's like you caught me a little off guard like what are you where are you going like yes my book and you know they and my mother-in-law was there they're like do you have time to write a book I'm like I do I feel the magic flowing I'm super excited and then I sat down and I'm writing this book and I 
have so much to say. And I realize I've been prepping for years of this book with my motivational speaking and my and my blog posts and what I've been saying on social media. I was like, it's it's like spewing out of me so fast. And yeah, and I also have some help in the like media aspects as well, just to put some packages and stuff together for me. But it's so crazy how many people just all of a sudden were like, yeah, we'll help you out with what you're doing. Like, it's it's crazy that if you just think of something and envision it, that it will start happening. People will hop right on board and get on your wavelength. You are touching on something that um, has got, it, it is so present in my life right now. And one of my favorite things is that of the magic of the universe, the this thing that we call intuition, this thing that we call mm-hmm. co-creating, this thing that we call synchronicity and how like the wonder of how does that happen because I don't care who you are but the reality is synchronicity starts showing up when we tell our mind what to focus on Mm-hmm. right and it's like I came across this um oh so somebody a couple of years ago had shared I don't know you know like I I love the science-based stuff of, of spirituality. <laughs> I love the, the crossover and the weaving together of what is unseen and spiritual and woo-woo with, with what is measurable and science-based. And they're talk- the person was talking about, I, I want to say, don't quote me on this, but I want to say it's like we have 10 billion bits of information. Like if you think of a computer, the amount mm-hmm. of bits of information that come through that we have the equivalent of 10 billion bits of information cross through our awareness every second or every minute, one or the other, regardless, it's a lot, right? Yeah, and it's that is a lot. <laughs> right? You think of that, and then you think, if we haven't told the mind consciously what to focus on, we're always telling our mind what we're focusing on, but a lot of times we're not very conscious about what we're focusing on, right? So if we're telling our mind what to focus on, then all of a sudden we've chosen the filters of what our mind is going to allow into our waking conscious awareness and what Mm -hmm. it's going to filter out. And it's out of that that we start to experience synchronicity and, and the delight of right. The moment of you having literally just discussed, um, starting a podcast and then you talk to your guy and he's like we should start a podcast right so the moment you and I started talking you started talking about queen I literally was laughing inside my face because ever since you and I have talked about uh, and set up you coming on the podcast I have had queen pop out of freaking nowhere and have we've been sharing queen songs <laughs> with our kids we've been right oh I really Legit. I don't remember the last time uh, I played Queen. It has been years. So funny. It's been ever since you and I talked, right? And it's that it's that like curiosity around that. Like how does that how does that happen? I find that No, happen. it's so weird. Like <laughs> it's just and I don't know, have you listened to or read Big Magic? 
I haven't, but do you know how many people have been mentioning that to me lately? Reckoning, so- re- yeah, recommending it. Yeah. yeah. It, it's Well, it's because she talks about how, like, ideas and how they are something organic and they can go, they can travel from one person to the next. Yeah. Um, and it is, it, it, it does, it does remind me so much of what we're talking about. It is one of my favorite books, especially it, it's not just for creatives, but it def, it's very applicable for creatives, but I, it goes for everyone. Um, yeah. It's just, it's a, it's and how the universe works. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so I weird. I always, that really, I ha- Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say, I think the thing that really intrigues me is, you know, for for you, um, you see yourself as a creative and are, and are defined by that, right? And the world sees you as that, as an artist. But really, truly, underneath everything, I feel like, I mean, we're all actually creative beings and while this is a really 100 really deep topic right (laughs) we're i feel like it's it's people who play intentionally with creative energy that are the and that and then embodying in a really like everyday real kind of way such as you are or such as i am just not try right like i am as far from most people's image of a spiritual woo-woo person as you could get, right? Like I am. Mm-hmm. And, and because we walk such an, a normal, everyday, real type of path, that it's beginning to weave those together and make it possible for other people to recognize that, wait a second, maybe I am creative. And maybe if I, you know, because we all have dreams. We all have soul desires. Mm-hmm. We all have this path and this and this meaning that we are here to walk and be in this life. And but there's like this component of but I'm not creative that sits there for so many people. And if we can yes, because it's that, such a stereotype thing. Like in order, yes, yes what creativity looks like this. Yeah, like it sounds like this be, and yeah. It is and not it like, like it is really integrated into oh. everyone's every day, every individual. And people are like, "Well, I can only draw a stick man." And it's like, "Well, okay, but do you enjoy cooking? Do you enjoy, you know, not even not even just like gardening or anything. Like even like anything is is it can be creative." anything like moving moving dirt around moving Mm -hmm. like it's just like everything you touch and I feel like bringing a level of mindfulness Mm. into your day and integrating that um will will increase self self awareness you know and and acceptance because that's a beautiful part of who you are yeah, you talk about that. You tell, will you tell us a little bit, talk to me a little bit about how do you, you know, because I mean, l- l- let's be honest, you're a very, you're a very busy stage in your life with little kids, 
<laughs> right? Like, and I know that I, right? I, I know it's so hard, and it really is, and um, it's so much work every day. And everyone, just so you know, I try super hard. <laughs> like I go, I wake up knowing that I have to bring two hundred percent, or it will. Mm. And it sometimes does. It bombs, right? Um, mm. <laughs> I think that's so, true. Yes, I try very hard. I have, yeah. um, I, I have a lot of work ethic, and and it's funny. Someone was uh, doing some finishing in our home because, <laughs> let's face it, we're ne- we were never going to get to doing the baseboards ourselves. <laughs> so <laughs> let's nice just thought, but... chalk it up to. Let's uh, get someone else to do it. And he said, you know, what you're doing, and I've never thought of it this this way because this word never really, it's not really a positive word. It doesn't sound positive. But he's like, what you do takes a heavy amount of discipline. And then because mm. discipline can be have a negative connotation, but yeah. not really when I put it into perspective in my life. Yeah. Um, and my friend Erica, who weaves these beautiful baby wraps, and she always she always says that, well, you have a certain amount of self-control, Brandy. And I think I'm, I don't like, I'm a more humble being and like, no, you probably can do it too. And you can, it just, it does take, um, it does take work and it does take, like I work really hard on routine and mm-hmm. And having set times and set times where everyone has room to be together and we have fun. And then everyone also, the great thing about routine, especially with small children, um, and we talk about like green zone, yellow zone, red zone, is you want to stay in the green zones at the proper times. Um, So where you want to fit play and like outdoor time is like a green zone. And then yellow zone is when you're winding down and, and sleep is so important. So if you miss any of those windows or zones, like the whole day and possibly, especially with infants, the night is thrown. Mm -hmm. And if you can stick to a balance and having that wonderful balance, which routine will give you, kids love routine and I love routine because everyone knows what to expect. Yeah. Um, that's why traveling so hard with kids because mm. everyone's thrown off, right? And mm. you're not hitting those right zones. But um, I'm a stickler. And the beautiful thing is I have time for myself when we all hit the zones <laughs> properly. <laughs> and then I have time to be myself. I think everyone thinks I let my kids run around and we just, you paint in the studio all day and I get all my painting done like that is that is so not the case I have I have times where we get to play in there and I specifically know their strong suits so I lay down canvas I lay down paper I prep everything and we get and then they're free to express themselves and I'm free to be positively reinforcing that we're that they're doing a great job at expressing themselves and then we go wash it all off and and I'm so lucky to have that space, right? That creative mm-hmm. space. 
Mm-hmm. But where I do that, where I hit my zone and my stride creatively, um, I always, that is time that when they're sleeping, <laughs> that is the only yeah. time yeah. I can hit my stride. And it's from the discipline and the routine. So I, I wake up every day and um, I move around. I move my body. I think that is number one, taking care of yourself. Self-care uh, is so important. So you can better take care of others. If I didn't take care of myself, I know if I don't move my body for at least 30 minutes, and that can be anything for anyone. I prefer like running and swimming and biking and yoga, but that can mean a walk. That can mean any time for anything. And um, I fit that in. I walk my son to school and then I take off on a quick run and loop around back home. And then I take my other son to play school for a few hours and then I come back and and um, so, like, I really, I really work, try super hard to fit, fit all those things in. And if I don't hit that run, I, I actually have the kids, and we, and we find a way to move around. So we put on music and move around. I also find, speaking of music, that is such a great way to hit your zone, and mm. to hit your, to hit that, um, that creative energy or that flow because someone yeah. else has has gifted you their little they hit their zone right and they're yeah. and they're showing you and they're revealing themselves to you in the form of music and I love all how all different types of music can 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 take you away on that escape and you that know, journey you hit it's on so something cool. really um really important uh, and and a place I think where a lot of us get hung up is you know you you wake up or you enter into a day not feeling in the zone so to speak and that we can wind up waiting or looking for ways waiting for it to ignite and just not feeling like it and and simultaneously not realizing that it's a conscious choice to step into mm. that space it's like a door that we have to open and, <laughs> and right and you're right music when it comes from a certain place and not all music will do this for a person not all art no. will do this for a person when it comes from a certain place, it will naturally excite the energy in your body and shift how you're feeling. And it's like the, like how exercise does this for some people, music does this for some people, for other people, right? Movement does it for other mm-hmm. people. And what, you know, baking does it for other people. Like whatever your way of accessing and getting into that flow state it's it's a it's like one to recognize what what ignites your flow state, but then two to recognize that it's a conscious choice to get in there, right? Just like it's a cha- conscious choice to go for that walk, to go to the pool, <laughs> right? Yes. To sit down and meditate, and that's the hardest happen. part is just yes. deciding yes. to do it and actually doing it. Um, yeah, and that's where positive positive um action and um 
and and the decision to integrate you know either health or well it should be health and and whatever you love to do and and your joy and your creative energy into your day is you just put it in there you schedule it in wherever you freaking can um and you make it happen and then it's okay so it's an adjustment for you right it's an adjustment to fit that in i wasn't always fitting in that 10 minute walk and and now I'm going to, or 15 or 20, whatever you can do, yeah. sneak it in. The best part of what, and I know with the exercise thing, I'm a grump. So I consciously am aware that I am a terrible person if I don't do that right away. <laughs> and I've learned that for years. I think I started when I was 14. So I've been doing mm-hmm. it a long time. I know that for my mind, to stay in the positive realm, there has to be that. Mm-hmm. And I do it every day. It's Amen not just five that. times a week. It is, oh. I know myself. Um, yeah. So it's a level of mindfulness that I picked up on very early in life. So it's so yeah. cool. Have you so ever heard that, of this before? There, here, go there, ahead. We literally set our mind onto a positive or a negative frame of mind within the first few minutes of getting up in the morning. Have you ever heard that before? Really? No, yeah. I haven't. I've heard more of the like going to bed, like to wind down your day if you oh. you write your little like your notes to yourself, the pot like yeah. your yes, tiny yeah. wins. I love that. Like to Yeah. But I haven't heard of the morning. It is to, ab- um, it is absolutely true. If, you, if we get up Okay, and turn on, I, uh, for me, it's always been the news. I don't watch the news anymore. I haven't for years because. Oh, I, I can't. So negative. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't but, do it. I'm, after I do, I'm like, the world is going to end today. Yes, every <laughs> so time. I can't. Time. I can't do it. <laughs> yeah. We're all doomed. Yeah. So if we get yeah. up and let's say watch the news and it's, uh, full of often full of fear and fear mongering negativity yeah. right the world is going to hell in a handbasket if we do that it literally sets the mind onto a negative train of thought and it sets the filters right so we all have filters that we perceive through and and it's like a it's like sitting in the optometrist we're still looking through the same freaking eyes. But as he's flicking those things in front of our eyes, our sight is changing. We literally do that to ourselves when we get up in the morning. And so the importance wow. of, I don't care if it's a two-minute practice or a 30-second practice, a two-minute practice, or a one-hour practice. To me, it does not matter. Like, if today I have time for 30 seconds because my day is that jam-packed, then 30 seconds it is. And if it looks like a 30-minute today, great. Like, I love to sink into a 30-minute meditation. That's fantastic, and that's my ideal. But it, I never go without because I'm literally setting the filters, <clears throat> the lenses of what mm. I'm going to perceive through, what my mind is going to perceive through for the rest of the day within the first 30 seconds of getting up. And so and that's because you know yourself, right? Yeah. You know the positivity and the change it can make to your whole yes. your whole day. Yes, and it's like this. And the person you can be, the person you are meant to be, you know? Yeah. Like of yeah. course there's always going to be days 
where you're not going to rock it and you have to mm-hmm. accept it and you have mm-hmm. to rest. Everyone needs mm-hmm. to rest, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you say that and it's so funny because I've kind of been forced to meditate for years mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah. I've consciously started for two years now integrating it, mindfulness and meditation. But um, I nurse, I nurse, I have nursed all my children. So mm-hmm. you're, you can't do anything else. <laughs> When you're stuck yeah. nursing a baby yeah. and it's always first thing in the morning for like 15, 20 minutes. So oh. I just, you're laying there and then again at noon and then again at night and, yeah. or how many ever times it's always in the dark. It's always with the sound machine. And it's so, I can't tell you how many great epiphanies and, th- and, and thoughts and what happens when your mind is in that state. I have one more thing to say, too, about the whole music and routine thing and how music can take you there. So uh, it must have been, like, second pregnancy-ish, and I was still working full-time. But I had decided that, and I made the decision that if my art career was going to go to the level I needed it to, is that I would have to routinely apply myself regularly Mm. so I would come home make dinner get my first son to bed and I would come straight into the studio for hours and I always I would treat myself so I had a tea and I got to listen to music so that was a huge Mm. treat but I would always create um and that's hard when you're working full-time you're tired and it's easier to sit and watch a stream of shows but that doesn't make you feel good but I'm yeah. lucky enough that I really love and I'm passionate about and I really want what I'm doing to thrive um, yeah. because it feeds me so much. And you know what's funny? If I did anything else and still to this day, if I do anything else um, at night at that same time, 7.30 or 8, I can hear I am start singing songs and I can hear music and I have this <laughs> craving to be sitting down and be creative in some form. And now it's like in writing or conversing Mm. with people, like it's been opened up to so many other things, but, or painting. Right. So Mm. it's, so you start integrating these small, you could say improvements or Mm. just Mm. trying to be your best self into your everyday and it'll become a habit. You don't, think about it it's just something you do and it's beneficial and then it's a healthy thing that is just a part of you now and like meditation you know and now it's just a part of you and look how how much bigger it has become in your life now you're reaching out and you're spreading it to Mm -hmm. others you Mm -hmm. know and because it is something so huge for you and you're like, I love this. And I know other people can love it too. Um, yeah. And I know it will benefit them in the same way. Yeah. Yeah, I think, gosh, under everything that we've talked about, I, I think what really sits here, that like a core thread for me that just keeps coming up over and over again is just the awareness and the importance of consciously choosing things that 
when we sit or like so often the temptation is to wait and hope and pray for the thing to happen mm-hmm. that will shift life and and waiting and hoping legit will get us nowhere. It doesn't no. matter. How you know what? No one's going to do it for you either. No one's no. going to do it for you. I was no. interviewed by this big uh it's called a podcast, but she is big on social media and mostly Instagram. Mm-hmm. And she she um, said to me, and it was a big deal because she's in Boston. So mm-hmm. she's like, you know what I love about you is that you just, you just do it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, because I learned that nobody, nobody's going to hand me what I want. No one, yeah. no one's. And and for years with art, I was waiting for like a gallery to launch my career. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's not going to happen either. They're they're you know working at it every day just like we are and trying to make their gallery work. Yeah. No gallery is going to make my art career the success that it should be. That's that's up to me. So my life is in my hands, right? So yeah, I'll make the best of it. Right there is the is a shift in mentality for so many that is like so relatable across the board. Can you tell me? Do you recall what was the moment when you when when you woke up to that truth? When you realized when when the shift happened that you went from waiting for a gallery to launch your career. What was the shift? Like, was there something that happened? I don't think it was like a necessarily like an. Um, I don't think it was necessarily an aha moment. It was mm-hmm. like a series of many, many moments, yeah. <laughs> and like a collective, just uh, just the way it happened, and the way first of all the world has shifted, and the way the whole the whole art world has shifted. Um, Many people aren't aware and I won't go into it because it's a lot. um, It's too much information, but it was, you know, I had this, this art collector or what was he? Yeah. An art collector. And, and he, he was promising me big things. And, Mm -hmm. and then he actually asked some weird things of me and, and I, I figured out soon that I was like, this isn't a fit for who I am right now in my mm. life or maybe ever. And this person isn't, he's not going to do it for me. Um, and it was a big disappointment. You're like, finally, someone's here to help me and yeah. and my career. And that was definitely a, like it hurt, but it was a waking moment for me that, wow, yeah, you know what? That wasn't the right path but I can create a new path and it's probably a better path and it's more suitable for who I, who I am and, and my truth and who I should be um, and how I want to present myself to the world. Also what I think the most useful and what am I trying to say? The most, the best way that I have come to figure out these huge decisions and and what what is the right path for me is mm-hmm. I actually have art groups. So there's groups out there for everyone now. Um, mm. There's a lot of art groups, and it's full of 
specifically females because in my world, uh, the art world, it it has been male dominated for mm-hmm. such a long time. So what yeah. has emerged in the past few years are these female supported art groups or art mother groups or um, females trying to push their way into a world that is male dominated. And yeah. it's still ongoing today. I think only like 20 to 30% in galleries or museums across the globe are female artists appearing in them. Yeah. So what has brought on this you know, my confidence and to move forward is support, support Mm -hmm. from like-minded people. And it's finding your tribe, right? Yeah. Yeah. Finding people who connect to you and they will lift you up and give you ideas and bounce energy off of one another. Mm -hmm. And it has been the most useful and the most, the, I have created these special relationships that, and friendships that'll last forever. Mm-hmm. It's you know? so, so nurturing to be surrounded we, by community. Hey? And we, you can't do, yes, you decide to do things yourself. No one's going to yeah. do that for you, but you yeah. can't do it alone. Right there. Soak that truth in. No one's going to do it for you. But you can't do it alone. This is the ultimate paradox and the ultimate truth that sits right here in life for all of us. Some of my deepest work in the world is around soul purpose and bringing my dreams and others' dreams to life. And if I've learned anything, it is exactly what Brandy has shared and reconfirmed just right here. Nobody's going to do it for us. The waiting, the hoping, the praying that somebody will create our breakthrough for us, that somebody will come and recognize us and appreciate us and choose our our greatness for us is a long ass false dream. We'll be waiting a long time if that's the approach that we're using. The universe invites us and asks us, do we want it? Yes or no. And if it is a yes, then we are the ones responsible for stepping forward into it. And as we step forward into it, we then surround ourselves with community. Because the ultimate paradox and the ultimate truth that sits here is, we have to choose it. Nobody's going to do it for us, but we can't do it alone. We do it with others, both of those, at the same time. So that. Now, I have a special treat for all of you. (laughs) Before each and every podcast session, I invite spirit in. I invite my guests, highest self in, my highest self in, and, and spirit into the conversation, knowing full well that this conversation is not just about my guest and I, that it's something very much beyond that, that we are serving as a channel to bring something into the world, to bring a message that others are needing to hear. So before each podcast, I sit down and I pull a card as a part of this. I have no idea. I don't, I don't plan our conversations, okay? I, I prefer to off-road and hold space and follow the conversation as we go along. So at the end of a conversation, normally I will, you know, 
hit unrecord. I won't record this part. And uh, that person, I will share with them the card that has come up. Now, it came up in our conversation and Brandy has given me permission. So I want to share with you the card that came up. And oh my gosh, just the juicy goodness of that. Enjoy. Before we go, I always pull a card um, for each uh, tarot and oracle is something that is a part of the, the work. It is the underpinning of the work that I do. And I pull a card for us, for you, for me. It's for it's for everybody. <laughs> um, yeah, oh, cool. Interesting. Like, am I sharing this live? I usually share this privately, but maybe <laughs> I'm sharing this live. Are you okay with that? Yeah. <laughs> No, I it's I've never done anything like that. So sure. Go for it. Interesting. Okay, like never done anything like that, like tarot oracle cards or never done anything like shared something like that live. Oh no, I've shared things, but no tarot uh oracle cards. No, never done it. Ah, okay, so let me share this then. And whether this okay. ends up getting included or not is, is neither here nor there. Sure. There are things, right? When when I first started, uh, when intuitive things, I, I was not always consciously intuitive is how I'm going to word that. <laughs> I'm going to take responsibility for my own reality. Um, and when when things intuitively began for me uh, six years ago, um, I just I had so many hang-ups and such a hard time surrendering into that experience and because I couldn't see it and I was so attached to the physical reality. I had a really hard time believing in, trusting in, um, allowing any experience that was not physical, which is essentially our entire nature is non-physical, right? We don't mm-hmm. see emotion. We can see emotion expressed in a face, but emotion essentially is invisible. Thoughts are invisible, right? Spirit, source, God, the universe, angels, um, all of that is invisible. And how do we begin to trust in that? Okay, so something like Oracle tarot cards, um, dousing, any, they're a tool or a medium that creates like a bridge from the physical into the unseen right? To be able to link us up with our intuition. So Oracle cards were where I started and, um, and it's always invited from a place of, uh, always invited from a place of, of love. I go right to source and right to the highest part of your, of your being and my being and ask for the highest message for this moment. So the card that comes through, uh, I was drawn to my goddess power deck. Um, and the goddess that comes through is Kali. Okay. Kali is all about liberation. She holds swords and I don't know if it's because I've been staring at this card for a while unintentionally, I've just been staring at it. Um, <laughs> Or if this is connected to you in some way, but that feels really present for me. And swords are like all about cutting away the things that don't matter and about really centering into deeper and deeper and deeper into the things that aliven us, enliven us, Mm. that bring alive the joy and recognizing and using that sort of discernment to go like when you were talking about, um, 
when you were talking about your experience with this with this art gallery curator and that there was something just not aligning, even though it looked like the thing you were wanting or asking for within your business, mm -hmm. that um, there was a moment of discernment there where th the distinction between what you wanted and what you didn't want, what brought you joy, what wasn't aligned with who you truly were, got really clear. Mm. And that is what Kali is all about, is supporting us cool. to discern and get really clear and to really cut away and let go of everything that isn't truly fueling us, right? Whether mm. it's a thought or a pattern, a habit, a behavior, um, people that we're interacting with, uh, aspects of art that you're doing that really aren't feeling you. We really want to get into the thing that really, truly just causes us to live our thriving in each moment and to let everything else fall away. I really, I can take a lot away from that. That is so <laughs> neat. I can see clearly what it means. Um, and I can kind of explain it, I suppose, from my point of view would be, I thought for so long that this is what being an artist or being a parent or anything in my life, this is what it looked like. Mm. This is what it's supposed to be. This expectation mm. oh. surrounding those things and that being cut away to... First of all, your path will be revealed in its own time when you are ready and have the space for it, mm. when you have opened up for that space, when you have made the space, mm. and then these magical, wonderful things, and it will every day, not just all of a sudden be 100% clear, but little seeds will be planted every day. Mm. And they will grow and you will see it all come together. And then one day you'll be like, holy smokes, it happened. And I didn't even realize that my tree grew into this beautiful, you know, like it, yeah. this isn't exactly what I thought I was going to do. If you even a year ago would have told me what I was doing today, Right. You know, like I would have been like, I don't think I would have gone on a video and talked to people <laughs> like yeah. I was so stuck on the stereotype and what it should be that I didn't mm -hmm. I ha I didn't see these things that were right in front of my face the whole time and that I just needed to see open up and and that be stripped away. And yeah. I think it's happening more and more every day and it's becoming more clear and new opportunities are sneaking their way in all of the time. And mm -hmm. and who I am meant to be and who I am are there they have always been one. Mm. Whether I embrace it or not. I feel like that's so neat and that is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> The thing I have always found so curious about cards and the reason I continue to pull cards is the wonder and the awe that ignites afterwards. I didn't, I had no idea, right? I, I pulled this card before Brandy and I talked 
And then we had the conversation and I could not, I did not plan our conversation. As you watch, as we flow along, there's just a following and a tumbling along into conversation and into pockets of conversation and spirals of conversation. And I could not have known that we would have talked about this concept. But if you look back over the conversation, this card represents absolutely everything that we talked about and everything that's alive in Brandy's life, and you better believe it, everything that's alive in my life. That's the magic of spirit in a conversation. <laughs> love it. Love it, Brandy. Thank you. Thank you for letting me share this. God, what a joy that feels to my heart right there. Thank you so much for joining me here in the sphere. It is a delight and a pleasure as always to have you here. I look forward to the next time we get to share space together.